Well, hi everyone, and welcome to RLC Sermon Chat today. I'm hi, here Kelly. with Pastor Steve. Good to be here. Thanks Good to for be here with you. Our time together. <laughs> yeah. So we are looking at your sermon from this past Sunday, titled mm-hmm. "Theology Matters." It does. <laughs> <laughs> Can you expand on that a little bit? <laughs> I suppose that's why we're here. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're in our second of the series this summer through the books of First and Second Timothy, and um, so uh, as with every text, I pray over the text and really ask God, you know, what what are you leading me to communicate with God's people? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I decided. Uh, this week as I was in prayer and considering what that was, that um, what Paul is doing here at the very beginning of his letter, so Pastor Paul talked about the introduction to a letter in the first century and, and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, how, how Paul um, uh, sees himself as an apostle. Right. Uh, and so then uh, he really sees Timothy as his um mentee or protege pastor and so what's important to pass on and i think you always start with the things that are most important one two that uh, paul is aware of that needs to be addressed we don't want to presume that paul had no context Mm -hmm. when he's writing to timothy Mm -hmm. in terms of background um, the current state of affairs what's happening in the church Uh, Paul is well aware of what's going on. And in fact, in all of Paul's letters, we must presume that he is writing to a specific church in a specific place at a specific Mm -hmm. time with specific concerns, problems, theologies, and all the rest. Right. So uh, Paul says, I believe, in the first few verses here, 3 through 11, that Tim, uh, that uh, as he speaks to Timothy, theology important is important because one, uh, it is it has significance. If we get our theology wrong, we get we get God wrong, mm. and then if we get God wrong, we get our relationship with God wrong. Mm-hmm. So at at its root level, theology can be defined as thoughts on God right. or the study of God. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, theo or theos is God. Um, ology <laughs> is the study of. <laughs> right. So it's really the study of God or um, I, I like to even say even our, our thoughts on God. But they're not random thoughts that just, just uh, we, we kind of uh, have these musings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how the world approaches theology. Um, Everybody does theology. It's just um, most people don't know they're doing it. Hmm. And th- they're not intentional and deliberate about it. People yeah. say to me, well, I, I, don't, I don't even believe in theology. Well, that's a theology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't believe in God. That's also a theology. Right. That's, yeah. Those are your thoughts on God is that he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So um, we all do theology. Um, so... Uh, it, it, it's just a matter of, are we going to be intentional and deliberate about it? Mm-hmm. And I think in the Christian church, 
we are intentional and deliberate about it. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, we have a lot of questions today. Well, thanks. Actually. <laughs> yep, good. I, I expected that we would yes. because... This is a big topic. It's a big topic. Um, and the text um, was a big chunk of text. Right, and as, yes. As you probably noticed, and I think some of the questions will evidence, mm -hmm. uh, I, I chose a particular path mm -hmm. uh, and then necessarily left stuff out. Right. And we talk about that yes, every time. Right. We the, what's have to on, the leave it on the cutting room floor? And there, yes, this yep. this was yeah. a very big chunk, and it had a lot of different things in it. Right. So there's no way in 20 minutes no, you, you can can't. cover all of that. No, you can't. <laughs> and and you would be doing the text a disservice. Yeah. yeah. And you would be doing God a disservice. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's get into the questions and right. see where we go. So our first question is. Mm. Who gets to determine if a theology is correct? Mm, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us more about that. <laughs> you know, I say that in jest, uh, <laughs> and there is some truth to it. Mm -hmm. And I'll get to that in a minute. But first, um, the church gets to determine, and I mean a a broad, a broad church, church yeah. a, a capital C church. Mm -hmm. So um, the church worldwide and the church of history gets to determine. When I was studying theology in seminary and uh, bringing meaning to the text, mm -hmm. my and really that's what we're doing. We're, our, our text is scripture. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing with Scripture is developing then uh, thoughts on God or the study of God through Scripture to help understand Him better. Mm -hmm. um, and remember, this is a very difficult thing to do because Scripture is God's partial revelation. I think God has withheld most of His uh, revelatory uh, uh, revelation of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't Revelatory it at the end material. of John where yeah. where he says if right. everything that Jesus had done had yeah, been you can't down, get to it. you couldn't even get the, the world tomes. couldn't hold all the books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Um, so the church historically, the church today, um, at the at the end of it, the church gets to determine um, what's a proper and right theology. So with the most important stuff mm -hmm. of God, the church has adopted over the years uh, three prominent creeds to talk about the very foundations and basics of our faith, right. namely the triune God, um, Jesus' atoning sacrifice, how we come into a right relationship with God, that's mm -hmm. called justification, and then how we live in the kingdom. Right. And that is called sanctification. Mm -hmm. And then what's going to happen in the future with us uh, and the apocalypse and the second coming of Christ and all of that. <laughs> yeah. those, those main things are handled in these three creeds. We profess two of them, mm -hmm. the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed uh, in every worship service, one right. of those two. Right. The other creed is the Athanasian Creed, and that's, as you know, uh, pages and pages. Much, much longer. Right. But <laughs> yeah. if you're ever interested, yeah. you, you can find a good copy of the Athanasian Creed on 
um, the web or come mm-hmm. in, I'd be happy to share that with you. Um, that gets to a lot of uh, a lot more stuff than just the basics. Yeah. Um, so that might be some place to go. But um, having said that, then the church that the church is the one that determines the proper theology. We then say there are those in the church that we set apart to do this theological study and theological work mm-hmm. um, to include mainly our pastors, clergy. Right. That's yes. how it's been practiced. So one of my points was um, that we in the Lutheran church really are serious about this. So we, we have rigorous training for our clergy. Now, does that mean they, they always get theology right? No, mm-hmm. I don't get it right every time. Mm-hmm. But we abdicate to them on our behalf, the church abdicates on our behalf to those who have had um, formal study, the work of theology. Now, do they do all of the work? No. no. Um, and as I said on Sunday, we are to be like the church in Berea to say, is that work accurate? Mm-hmm. And how do we know? We go back to Scripture. Mm-hmm. So it's Scripture, Scripture, Scripture. Uh, every theology should come directly from our interpretation of Scripture. Um, so I'll, I'll go back to my original answer when I said I do. <laughs> um, I have three primary responsibilities in my job description. The first is that I am the primary theologian for Richland Lutheran Church. Right. So that's uh, the church local, mm-hmm. just like the church broad, mm-hmm. has um, given the lead pastor uh, responsibility and, and authority in the area of theology. Now, that has to match up with scripture mm-hmm. and with the broader church as well. Right. So it's not a autonomous authority. Does that make sense? Yes. yes yeah. It does. And I think that's, um, you know, as much as I want to reject that idea, <laughs> um, and I do, <laughs> I think that's appropriate. Yeah. I think we have to say, no, we have, we, we have called and ordained for God's word and sacrament. Mm-hmm. Those are those are theological things. Uh, those we have um, um, trained up. Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. exciting, Kelly, because I, mm-hmm. I, I think about you. <laughs> you know, how are you going to feel when that's on your job description? Yeah, your primary pretty, theologian. It's a pretty big responsibility. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The other two, are, by the way, are care for the congregation and then uh, uh, oversight um, over the, the and supervised role, role over the staff. Those are right. the three primary yeah. um, things that uh, captured in my job description. So the, mm-hmm. those first two yeah. as primary theologian, but right. then also care for care the congregation, congregation. Mm-hmm. kind of work well into this next question, actually. Good. What do you do with an individual who insists on proclaiming a false theology (laughs) in a church? So as you're caring for your congregation and and also, you know, overseeing the proper theology Mm -hmm. in the church, what do you do when there's someone who, as... Paul is, you know, saying in his letter to Timothy, you got to watch out for those people that are coming in to yeah. preach false yes. things 
Right. How do you deal with that? Well, I, I would say first, um, we first I don't do it alone. Right. I, I work um, very closely with the staff and the council, and more specific, specifically even the executive committee, mm -hmm. um, which are the officers of the congregation who serve on the council. Okay. Um, so I, I don't do it unilaterally, do it together. Mm -hmm. um, number two, uh, we try to uh, preempt uh, false theology and teaching. So you'll notice that not just anybody can stand up and preach on a Sunday <laughs> or teach a class sure. um, or lead kids in, in Bible study or, right. you know, you name it, be right. a small group leader. Um, we're, we're very prayerful um, and um, I guess one could say picky mm -hmm. about, um, especially in the pulpit. I, I guard, you know this, mm -hmm. <laughs> and probably do. most of the congregation yeah. does not know this, but um, we have requests all the time um, from visitors mm -hmm. who want to come and preach. Um, and I, I guard that very uh, carefully and closely. Right. So um, we just, uh, first we're, so one, we do it together. Two, we do it proactively to guard mm -hmm. against false teaching. Um, and then three, we have a process for dealing with uh, discipline and sin in the church, and that's yet just—it's just yet another sin. Falls into the same falls into the same area. category. Mm -hmm. So, in our constitution, we have a whole chapter on church discipline at the end of the constitution, and we've we've adopted the Matthew eighteen fifteen model of dealing mm -hmm. with sin. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if someone sins against you, says Jesus, you go to them directly and say, "Hey, you know, this has got to stop." If they listen to you. Um, we've won that brother or sister over, says the text. Mm -hmm. If and then it's and then it's done. Right. Um, that's usually how things go. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> the second step then is to go with one or two others to have the same conversation, but with witnesses to say, you know, we we need to correct this behavior. And in this case, it's false teaching. Mm -hmm. um, the executive committee. Uh, does that together. And we have done that over the years from time sure. to time. Sure. Not with false teaching mm -hmm. uh, necessarily, but with, with other issues. Right. Uh, that is really hard work, but it's, an, it, it's the important work of a healthy church. Mm -hmm. The third um, thing you do is you, you uh, take that person that sinned before the church. Now, we're not going to do that. <laughs> what we would do is is take that particular, um, you, what we're really talking about is conflict management yeah. um, or conflict resolution. We would take that conflict and individual to the whole of the council because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the councils, the, the they're representative. the representatives, nine representatives yes. of the congregation. Yes. Um, at that point, if said person who was uh, falsely teaching does not listen, then we are to... Um, uh, Paul, or Jesus says it pretty harshly. We're to throw them out of the church and treat them like a sinner. Uh, it, blah blah blah. But at that point, we would, um, uh, uh, and you know, in in my history and tenure here, we have only done this once, mm -hmm. and it was in a situation that was abusive. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, in that situation, we are to revoke said person's membership mm -hmm. and uh, say, y y you're, 
you're, you're welcome to go to another church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a great question. It is a good and, question. And, uh, but Matthew 18, starting mm -hmm. at verse 15, that's mm -hmm. the model we, we would follow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's a little, there, like what you mentioned in your sermon, there's yeah. responsibility on the part of those right. of us who are listening yes. to the sermons too, right? If there's something that we're kind of going, hmm, that doesn't feel quite right to me, th right. then that's our responsibility to go look that up in Scripture and follow up on that, too. There can be then I conversations, totally right, between, yes. so if somebody had a question, yeah. they could come to you and say, hey, I, so I'm working through mm -hmm. this, I don't quite get it, or right. I'm not sure I agree, yes. and then we can talk about, okay, this right. is this is why we would go that well, particular and, direction. And I agree, and as mm -hmm. well-motivated as I am as a preacher, I'm I, I could get it wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, I have gotten it wrong. <laughs> um, I could I could um, miscommunicate. Mm -hmm. I could say it wrong, right? Yeah, and mean something totally different. Yeah. Um, it could be received or perceived mm -hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if there's ever a question with anybody's theological teaching, mm -hmm. whether it's in a Bible study or sure. a small group or at church on Sunday, yeah, ask. Mm -hmm. Examine the scriptures mm -hmm. and say, is this what you really meant? Or right. help me understand this further. Or this is what I heard. Uh, did I hear that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's of the utmost importance. I think, And I think mm -hmm. that's great that you said even Bible study groups and things like that. Because I think yeah. it's easy to get into conversations even in a Bible study group. And, yes. you know, we can say something that's not quite yeah. there. So it's important that we're all aware mm -hmm. of, yeah. you know, what yes. what our basic beliefs right. are so that we yeah. can then question some of those things right. at times. And then we also need to allow for some disagreements, sure, especially on the lesser things. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Luther called those, audio, from the Latin, uh, adiaphora. Those right. are lesser things. Those are the things that don't matter as much. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there are lesser things in the church. Sure. And yeah. there are things that um, separate us right. as churches. But um, those things are okay. Mm -hmm. Again, the important matters we all agree on, and those are found in the three creeds that are professed by the Christian church yeah. uh, now and throughout history. Right. Yeah. Good. Okay. What else do we have? This Great. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to another question Great. then. Uh, this person says about the myths mentioned in First mm. Timothy one four. Mm. Is there any thought on what these would have been for the people at the time? It seems they were talking about something mm. in the Jewish teachings, as they also mentioned genealogies. Mm. Were they things from the Old Testament? And then you used an example yeah. of Christian nationalism, which is current. Mm. Um, yeah. And then other things come to mind for me, such as creation stories. Seems even today that gets a lot of attention. In my opinion, yeah. the only reason that is important to people is because they feel that if they can't explain it, mm -hmm. then they have to throw out the whole Bible as authoritative. So mm -hmm. back to what would be some of these myths that, Jesus, sure. that Paul felt they were wasting time on? Yeah. Um, so... One of the greatest mm, guidelines, 
maybe rules mm -hmm. for Bible interpretation is to let Scripture interpret Scripture. So in this case, um, what we would do, so uh, this is at the very beginning of the letter. Mm -hmm. um, we go through the rest of the letter and we try to determine, um, is Paul going to talk about some of these things? Mm -hmm. And it turns out he does. He does, yeah. So like in chapter 2 and verse 5, Paul says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all people. Now, why would Jesus say that? Why would Jesus? Why would Paul say that? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <laughs> um, not struck down yet, nope. so God allows for errors. Um, the, the, the obvious answer is that's probably one of the myths right. that was being... Something they were uh, espoused. or concerned Yeah, about like or, who's mm -hmm. the mediator? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, I don't know how this would have gone. Uh, was it one of the patriarchs, uh, mm -hmm. Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob? Um, did the law mediate mm -hmm. between humanity and God? That, that was a prominent teaching of uh, first century Judaism. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that I mean, again, we, Paul says myths, I, and then he, and he addresses them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, let, let's flip to uh, chapter 4. Um, verse 1, the Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Um, maybe some of the myth myths were uh, things coming that from these deceiving spirits and demons. Um, not uh, so named here, except I'll continue. Verse 2, such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with the hot iron. So mm. that's what Paul said. These are not those that are speaking with a pure conscience and a right. loving heart and the rest. Verse 3, uh, more specificity. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. Mm -hmm. So we know what was also happening uh, in Ephesus was that the Jews were saying, we have to follow the law for the for righteousness sake and even for justification to include uh, marrying or not marrying mm -hmm. and, and the specific food laws. Right. Well, uh, Paul is saying, no, that's not about Christianity. We're saved by grace through faith. So that might, this is another myth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Verse 7, uh, have nothing to do with godless, godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. <laughs> now, we have old wives' tales right. that we tell in the church. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, godliness is, uh, cleanliness is next, next to godliness. godliness. That, yeah. What is that? Is that from Scripture? No, but no. we say it all the time, even in the church. Um, God helps those who help themselves. That's not in the Bible. There's my high voice. That's not in the Bible. But that's one of those maybe wives' tales or myths that we've bought into yeah. that, that we're now living as if God said it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think there's just a lot of, uh, again, we can use Scripture to um, help us interpret and understand uh, other Scripture. Mm -hmm. 
So I'll leave it at that. That's there are great. many other cases yeah. in First and Second Timothy. Great. All right. Thank you. So the next question. Yeah. Are we saying that when we invoke scripture that we must mm. use discernment and that some parts are more important than others? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um. Most certainly. I, I Again, I think I addressed this when, when I talked about the most important stuff being captured in the three creeds mm-hmm. that, that Christians um, profess today. Yeah. The, and the other, there are lesser things. And so, um, yeah, I, I think sometimes maybe the point there is um, we're, we're not always discerning on what we de- decide is most important. Mm-hmm. Um, we get caught up in a lot of lesser things these days, like things that just don't matter. Um, Well, and we even tend to use certain scriptures to say things we want Want them them to say. say. Yeah. Right, which is not always the proper... (laughs) Never the proper. The proper use of that scripture, too. So we have to be very careful about how we're using it. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. So... Yeah, I don't have much else to say on that, but okay. um, yes, that's what we're saying. Great. <laughs> okay. Good question. Last, <laughs> All right. Last question on this one. Okay. Um, love is always paired with faith, except in Second Timothy two seven. I think this should be one seven. Is that correct? So this is yes. a, just a question on something in the notes, I believe. Yes. Okay, so case in point. This yes. is great. Yes. Yes. In my notes, I, I um, wrote Second mm-hmm. Timothy 2, 7. Right. And the actual reference is Second Timothy 1, 1 7, 7, where love is mentioned without faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is one of those places. Great. Now, yes. we, it might seem like a simple thing. Yeah. But if I can make a mistake on the number, which... Mm-hmm. It's easy to easy do. First typo. and second Timothy, second anyway. Yeah. The keys are together and all the rest. Right. Then I can make a mistake elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was I it was I, I missed the reference. I mm-hmm. misquoted it. So going back the, and the checking, quote's the same. Checking, but checking the passages at, where is, that? is even right. a good thing to do if you right. think that's this is this right. is the work of the Brian Church. Yes. And this is the work that every Christian needs to do when it comes to um, theology Mm -hmm. because it matters. So this person probably happened to go look at that particular text. Oh, no doubt. Oh, hey, that's not not what he was talking about. Right. (laughs) Yeah, because the word love's not in 2-7. Yes. 2 Timothy 2-7. Yeah. But is in 2 Timothy 1-7. Yeah, Yeah. I would just, again, affirm that work and say, I made a mistake. Good way to be doing your Bible study. Great job. Yeah, fantastic. Good. Yeah. Okay. So our last question here then. Yeah. The sermon text was 1 Timothy 1 mm-hmm. verses 3 to 11. Right. Uh, so the writer here says your sermon covered the first part of the text, but mm-hmm. ignored the latter part. Since mm-hmm. we're in the middle of Pride Month, why did you choose to focus on Christian nationalism? rather than the obvious examples given by Paul in verses 9 to 10. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious. Okay. Yes. Uh, huh. Might have struck a nerve here. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, could you read it one more time? Sure. Yeah, please. Thanks. Um, the whole thing or just that? Yeah, the last? whole thing. Okay. No, 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 the whole thing. So the sermon text was 1 Timothy 1, 3 okay. through 11. Okay. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a couple of notes. Yep. Uh. Your sermon covered the first part of the text, right. but ignored the latter. Oh, Since okay. Wait, wait. Okay. Ignored. Let's, I want to write that <laughs> word down. Ignored. Okay. Mm -hmm. Since we're mm -hmm. in the middle of Pride Month, why did mm. you choose to focus on Christian nationalism mm -hmm. rather than the obvious examples given by Paul in verses 9 through 10? So those verses had a list yes, of several of sins. specific mm -hmm. sins mm -hmm. um, right. there that, right. given being right. Pride Month, you, you could have pulled out. <laughs> yeah, well... I, I yeah, I, I I appreciate the question. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think it's a little weighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So first, um, well, let me let me let me address the question mm -hmm. itself before we get to the content. Yes. Um, number one, I didn't ignore anything. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I did the study, and we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. I did the study of the whole text. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think I ignored it. Um, I decided not to preach it, but it did factor in uh, in terms of the rest of the sermon. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll get there in a minute. Um, so, the, and then the word chose. Again, um, this isn't a, a willy-nilly, I'm going to choose this or I'm going to choose that. Uh, you know, as a preacher, we, we take every text to the Lord and say, what, what do you want me to say? Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I, the, the, I don't know. The question seems to assume that uh, I ignored something and missed, missed an obvious choice. Right. Uh, I don't think that's accurate. Um, and then lastly, obvious. I don't know if there's ever an obvious choice with the text. So um, having said that, I, I would say this. Um, first, Pride Month, and we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. a Pride Month is, I would say, weeds among the wheat. Mm -hmm. A Pride Month is a secular celebration uh, and determination by whoever determines these things, our society broadly, mm -hmm. um, that we're going to um, highlight, celebrate the LGBTQ community. Um, I don't preach what secular society uh, counts as importance. Number one, mm -hmm. I, I, I preach scripture. So when I read a scripture, I, I'm asking God, what do you want God, what do you want your people to hear this week? Mm -hmm. Just because it's Pride Month and the word homosexuality, I think that's where this is coming from. Mm -hmm. 
just because it's Pride Month and the word homosexuality was mentioned, I don't think that's an obvious choice at all. In fact, I would argue we ought to stay away from that. <laughs> Otherwise, now we're just preaching culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a no-no. We can't do that. Uh, we, too, um, if I were to preach on the litany of sins that Paul mentioned, uh, it's not fair to talk about just one. Right. I mean, homosexuality is, is just one of the litany of sins. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I preach about all the other litany of right. sins? The reality is, Paul was, his point there, uh, that wasn't the most important piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul was just making his point that the law is efficacious to point out sin. That was Paul's point. Right. All sin in general. All sin. Yeah. And, and so, like, we, we should find ourselves first on that list mm-hmm. before we start pointing the finger to others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a problem with that. Um, you know, uh, here's some of the deeper questions I think we need to go to. And that is asking, why, why do we as Christians have such a visceral reaction towards the world? Um, one. Two, why do we expect the world, the weeds, mm-hmm. to live like the wheat? Mm-hmm. We, we shouldn't. Um, Jesus is clear. We're going to be living in the same field. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's not a fair expectation. Um, we should also be asking the question, what would Jesus do? This is a great question. Um, Jesus was chided, ridiculed, um, eventually brought up on charges and killed. Partly because he hung out with the, quote, sinners, sinners. Mm-hmm. Of, the, of his day and age. Mm-hmm. He so, was questioned about that more than once. <laughs> absolutely. Jesus yeah. was, was called a glutton and a drunkard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm wondering if, 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 if it's not, if, if we haven't come down the road very far, mm-hmm. that, that the church today are the Pharisees and, um, the sinners, um, uh, are the ones who are sick and need a physician. Jesus says, I did not come to heal the, the, the well, right? Mm-hmm. But those right. who are sick, who need a right. doctor. Um, I've come to seek and save the lost. I, I'm, I'm wondering if, what, what, let me get myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what would Jesus do with the LGBTQ community? Mm-hmm. Probably would have hung out with them. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we could say he would have hung out with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, here I'll get myself in big trouble. Um, would Jesus have gone to a Pride Month celebration? He celebrated, ate, drank, um, mm-hmm. enjoyed the company of uh, sinners of his day to include tax collectors. And tax collectors aren't sinners. But they were called sinners because they were extorting. They were sinning. Right. Yeah. Um, prostitutes mm-hmm. and all the rest. And that's sin. Mm-hmm. But the Pharisees said, 
what are you, what are you doing, Jesus, yeah. with these people, these sinners? So I think I'm getting a little off topic here. <laughs> um, but I, again, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Jesus, um, I think we have to ask deep, those deep questions. What mm-hmm. would Jesus do with mm-hmm. this? Um, I don't know if I answered this question or not. Um, whoever, we know who, you, who wrote it, but not all of you do. <laughs> if whoever wrote it would like to talk um, personally, I'd be happy to talk further about this. But um, I, I think I would s- simply say, um, in answer, direct answer to the question, um, I, I, I preach about, I study a whole text, mm-hmm. I've got to leave some stuff out. Um, and so the ans- to answer the question... Uh, one, I don't think I ignored anything. Two, I don't think there was an obvious uh, text to preach or mm-hmm. sermon mm-hmm. here. Um, and I, I sought God's opinion and came to the conclusion as, as the Spirit led. Right. That's what I would say. Right. <laughs> and we focused on And we focused on theology, theology matters. matters. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Great. So that's okay. the best I can do. That's great. That's <laughs> Good. great. All right. Uh, well, any other thoughts or comments from the sermon this week? Oh, I have a had? ton of thoughts and comments on this, but I think that we'll get to these down the road. Yes. Um, we want to remember we're, we get the whole summer to study this book. Yes. And um, just like Paul, we'll put some flesh on these bones mm-hmm. in the text. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to, as preachers, put yeah. some flesh on these bones as we get down the road. Right. Because we're mm-hmm. still very much in the introductory very, part of the very letter. Very, very much. Right. He's right. just breaking down. Broad is, strokes here. This Broad is where I want here. you to look, and this yeah. is what, what we're talking about. Yeah, And, that's and right. in the context at the time. Yeah, yeah. This is what yep. he was dealing with. I think mm-hmm. one of the things, you know, when I think about letters to you is we have to remember that that sometimes Paul is writing in response to things mm-hmm. that people have brought to his attention or that he can see happening in those yeah. churches. So someone mm-hmm. might have written to him and said, hey, people are teaching this sort of thing. How do we deal with right. this? Right. And, yes. And he's writing in response to some of those things. Yeah, they, so. they could have written letters. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have uh, brought it by, um, you know, uh, Words, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the time, Paul. People are going in between where you know right. Paul, where he's probably imprisoned, and and the churches. That's it's so things especially are close. Yeah, yeah, so especially when we see these letters, mm-hmm. we're breaking into a conversation that's already been ongoing. It's ongoing, right? We're mm-hmm. just we're just kind of getting this little yeah. part of it right. in in some of these letters. So yeah. it's important to remember that context of it all too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Great. All right. Well, shall we pray? Let's and pray. Close it out for today. That sounds good. Before I get <laughs> myself in more trouble. <laughs> uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for um, this time today. God, we thank you for your word, and yeah. we thank you for the conversations that we can have mm-hmm. um, with your word. And um, Lord, we are grateful for these times to answer questions, Mm. to get deeper into what it is you're trying to teach us uh, in your word, God, and knowing that we're not Mm. always going to have all the answers, Mm. um, but we're doing what we can to study and to know um, what it is that you're trying to teach us. 
So God, we just pray that you would continue to guide your church as we know you will, um, and that we would be uh, discerning and understanding of that guidance and of your will for us. And so uh, be with us today then as we go into the rest of our day, God, and um, help us to continue to study and, and discern and talk with each other about the things that uh, that we have questions about, because that's God, how we're, how we're really going to continue learning. So mm-hmm. we give you thanks and praise, um, and we are so grateful for your daily blessings and your daily guidance and teaching. So we pray all these things in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, Steve. Great to be with you, yep. friends. We'll see you next week. Bye.